Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Car Ride Conversations. This is the segment of my podcast that essentially takes place in my car. And until the end of the federal election here in Canada, it will be exclusively dedicated to bringing you the different candidates from different parties who are all running for office. Today, my guest is David Torgman. He is running under the conservative banner for the riding of Mount Royal. And I hope you enjoy this conversation. Yeah, no, for me, it was, um, it was mostly that. It was the relationships. But you're elected. Uh, you got, you're, in, uh, you're in city council. Correct. I'm a city councilor in Kosanuk. Um, and it's been, um, so I ran two elections there, but it's been a lot of fun. Um, I actually enjoy the door-to-door, I enjoy meeting the people. Now the relationships, like you say, are, um, uh, y- you build uh, interesting relationships over, uh, over the course of an election, that's for sure. Um, everybody has their opinion, and, uh, but you know, you learn from everybody, and that's what I love. And it's honestly the, the, the most truthful feedback that you can get <laughs> people don't hold back and I love that that's what I've always told uh, my team and, and, and the various groups that that um, I collect around you know that, that gravitate to the campaign yeah. is um, tell me exactly what it is that you think um, the good the bad the ugly mm-hmm. um, and it's it's always good to get feedback because um, you want you want to get out there and you know connecting with the residents is is the most important for sure um, so that's how you know by by listening to people that's how you uh, you make those those better connections so you so you were elected in 2017 for the first time that's correct in uh, in, in city Cote Saint Luke um, and uh, yes yeah, so I'm a city councilor there I've, I worked for the city for for five years as the director of public works and uh, engineering and urban planning um, and I left for uh, for a few years. I worked in Haiti for for three with the United Nations. Okay. I uh, came back and started working with the First Nations of Northern Quebec. Uh, and then I had my I built up my own company over the last uh, three years. Um, it's essentially a consulting company where I um, I consult the various First Nations uh, in Northern Quebec, um, and it is a capacity building, but also infrastructure development and funding uh, finding. Finding funding for their um, infrastructure projects. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, and you know, politics is uh, is a is a passion because I, I realize I can have a real effect on on getting things done. So, how does that transition happen? Uh, what made you decide to go from you know the engineer that you were and working on all these interesting projects to saying I'm, I'm going to run for office? Um, at the municipal level, I felt there were some important changes that need to be, needed to happen. Um, there were issues that, that the residents felt uh, needed to happen as well. Um, on transparency, that was a, a big element. Um, but just, you know, they wanted more involvement um, uh, from the community. And so that's, that's what I brought to the table. Because the municipal, it's like the proximity government, right? You deal with the, the, the urgent matters, right? It's the, it's the, the closest. The potholes, the, the exactly. garbage, the snow pickup. <laughs> so it's the closest... Uh, government official that the residents have that, that they can have direct access to um, so I help with people with their immediate needs like you said issues related to their street or their garbage or um, parking issues so you deal with the sort of the um, you know the, their important issues um, but they're punctual 
Um, and then we also deal with the larger issues, and that's where, um, you know, extending the library hours. The library, uh, municipal library is used by uh, many seniors and, and students, mm -hmm. um, and it was closed for, uh, they had changed the hours, they had reduced the number of hours. Um, so one of the first things that we did is, uh, when I was elected, is we extended the hours. Um, and now people have access to, to, their, to the library on the weekends that they didn't, didn't have to the same extent. Um, so those are things. Those are changes that that are appreciated by the whole population. So the, the decision then to run federally, how did that come about? I mean, did you get like a support from the ground telling you, listen, you you know, you're good. We've seen you work. Uh, uh, you're active, and uh, we've seen how you care for the community. You should make a jump. There's an opening. Like, how does that happen? Um, I had no. Um, I, I didn't run municipally with the intent of running federally. Yeah. Uh, I ran municipally because I wanted to represent a, a riding, an area within the, the community. Um, with the also the intent, and this is how I run things, is I, I represent all of the citizens. Now, I don't just look at one area, I look at the city and um, how it can help all of the residents with everything that we do. Um, so that approach was, was sort of transcended and people saw that. Um, on some of my votes uh, where I was alone voting um, in a different way uh, from the rest of the council, people saw that and they, it resonated with them and they, they asked questions and they were asking me why I voted in different ways. Um, and so th that sort of caught the attention of a few people um, um, and then slowly started, you know, why don't you look federal? Why don't you look at, at running federally? Um, and my first question was, you know, I'm, I'm a councillor, I was elected for four years. Uh, how's it going to feel to, you know, leave yeah. there and run federally? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the answer came very easily when I spoke to the residents. Um, and they told me, you're still going to be representing us. For sure, um, just at another level. Just a different level. So I'm representing the same residents at a different level uh, with the same attention that I'm going to give them. So um, that, that made the, the decision to, to move um, an easy one. The reason why... Um, Wow, um, you know, just of late, what's coming out with Trudeau um, and him not being who he says he is, um, I think that's the ultimate uh, reason why I felt uh, I had to run. We have mm -hmm. to change. I, I felt that we had to change this government. Um, we had to um, bring forward a government that had, you know, a good level of ethics. A, 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 people are disillusioned with their politicians because they feel the politicians are in it for themselves. Yeah. Um, and ultimately, yeah, we're here to serve the residents, and that's what I'm looking to do. Um, and so having ethics, you, you have to be top of your game all of the time. It's not, you don't pick and choose when you have ethics and when you don't. Um, and, and doing the right thing is, is always right, whether you're, you're standing alone or you're uh, part of a party. And, and so when I saw the politics, when I saw the increase in taxes, uh, residents uh, complaining that taxes are too high, um, you residents complaining, and I say residents, you know, I'm talking across the, the, the communities, mm -hmm. um, people upset about the, 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 our, um, our place in the world stage. Um, there's, they're, they're getting upset. You know, we've, we've ruined our relationships with India. We ruined it with, uh, with, uh, with China, uh, the states. Uh, we haven't stood up for Israel as we should have. Um, and you know, so you know, Mr. Dressup has always been Mr. Dressup, right? Whether it was India or, uh, or clearly, uh, you know, when he was um, a teacher. Um, and so um, 
that's what I, you know, I, I, I look at all of these things together and that's where I said, I have to make this change. I, I, and, it, and I can make this change. So um, I felt I had an obligation to, uh, to move, move forward and present myself. Tell me about working on the ground, which is just before we went, uh, we went online there, uh, we were talking about campaigning. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are the messages that you're getting from the from the ground? What are, what are people telling you? Um, every area is slightly different. Um, you know, Cote Saint Luke has um, one set of concerns. Hampstead a different. Snowden um, another one, and TMR yet again. The common themes, though, uh, environment is a very important one. Um, I listen. I have five kids, and and I, when I look at the environment, it's a concern for me, and I. I um, I, I certainly transmit that in my actions, um, and and certainly in policy. So I, I looked at at both platforms, and I said, you know, liberals are proposing a tax um, that's not going to change anything, uh, and that's absolutely clear. Or we can actually do things, um, and what we're looking to do is is, is have the large polluters uh, invest in green technologies and have them change how they do things, and we'll take those technologies and we'll export them. Uh, and, and we'll change globally how people do things by using these technologies that are produced in Canada. So environment is, is one big one that's, that's across the board. Um, immigration is another big one. Um, people are, are and, and whether it's, it's re- recent immigrants to Canada that are in the Snowden area um, or, or you know, immigrants from a long time ago, my parents, <laughs> Uh, you know, immigrated to Canada, so I, I certainly know um, what that feels like, um, and 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 so the common theme there is they're they're deeply concerned about uh, the liberals' lack of policy. Um, uh, you know, tweets that that make policy are are not good policy. Um, so you know, when Trudeau tweets out his uh, you know midnight thoughts. Um, and 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 that is that becomes policy. Um, it bothers people, um, and immigration needs to be done right for 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 the immigrants and for the population that's here. Um, there's economic considerations. There's housing considerations. There's jobs. If if we can't supply jobs to the immigrant population that's coming in, um, they're going to have a hard time finding housing. Um, and and I see it as a city councilor. We had to make adjustments and, and uh, accommodations to local schools for them to build temporary schooling for the new immigrants. And all of this is always reactionary. And so that's where it's, it's, it's wrong for the immigrant population because they can't be integrated. Um, and it's wrong for the, the, the Canadians that are waiting in line. Um, I say Canadians, but, but immigrants that are waiting in the proper process, that are paying the lawyers and waiting the time. Um, and, and they're just being tossed aside. Mm-hmm. So that, so it, it just it's not right on so many levels. There's also a provincial jurisdiction on immigration, and it's and it's funny that you mentioned it because a lot of the a lot of the guests that I've had, you know, I mean, we haven't been uh, uh, we haven't been uh, running the show for, for for that long, but a lot of the people that have been on the uh, you know on the show have mentioned the immigration. And I just want to I just want to bring you to uh, something that happened recently because Quebec Premier Legault he just recently gave a list of uh, expectations that he uh, that he wishes all the leaders uh, that are you know, right. uh, running for uh, for the big chair mm-hmm. are going to respect. And in those expectations, of course, there was um, you know a, a wider 
control and jurisdiction over immigration issues. Um, you know, he wants uh, whoever's elected to not challenge Bill 21, for example, mm-hmm. which has to do with the religious symbols in the in the public workspace. Um, you know, he wants to uh, implement the Bill 101 on companies that have federal charter, uh, and so there's there's all there, there was four essential elements that mm-hmm. he uh, that he mentioned. So let's say the conservatives win. Are you going to concede anything? Are you going to uh, accept these things? And specifically the immigration. I mean, I know that in your area you have quite a, a large population that is, uh, uh, you know, culturally uh, diverse and ethically and even you know, in terms of religion as well. Yeah. Um, what happens or in that respect? I mean, I, I'm not, I, unless I've missed it, I don't know if Sheer uh, commented on that. I, I don't know if he commented specifically on the request that came from from the the Go's government. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's it's it, there's, a, there's a discussion that needs to happen. Uh, relationships need to be built. Um, it's clear we need stronger relationships with uh, with our provincial partners. Um, we need to break down barriers, uh, economic barriers between the provinces, and and those are things that that. Shear is promising, and the conservatives are promising, is to um, give give more powers and and have have even a minister for interprovincial trade um, on specifically the immigration and allowing uh, Quebec to have um, more of a say on immigration numbers. Um, listen, I think I think it's important that 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 immigration be done properly. Um, Canada needs to be and has always been and need to continue to be the safe haven for um, for refugees from countries that, that are in, in danger, people that are in danger in other countries, um, persecution, whether it's religious or, or, or any kind of persecution. Um, so we need to be continue to be that safe haven. Um, can some of those um, uh, numbers for immigration uh, be allocated per province? Uh, these are things that need to be discussed, and it's not, um, you know, I, I, I don't think it would be prudent to, on any prime minister just, to just, you know, tick off the four uh, the four boxes without having mm-hmm. a, an in depth discussion, in depth conversation, um, and uh, and then I think that's what's important is, is building those relationships and having the, the discussion. Because also the issue on the environment, because you did mention about uh, your your platform specifically on the environment, and there seems to be an issue. There's a conflict between, uh, you know, West Canada and Quebec with regards to the pipeline. We know that the Conservative government is for extending the, the pipeline. We, I mean, I, I understand and I agree with the fact that we need to get these resources to market. Uh, again, Quebec seems to want to block the, uh, the project. Uh, so what Quebec is against, or, or Quebecers as a... As a um, sort of a, a general population, um, and, and we're getting that by the government that's elected provincially, is that they're against bringing tar sands through Quebec, um, and, and 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 that's an, a, you know, an important consideration. But Quebec has a, a tremendous resources available to them. Our hydroelectricity, which is one of the cleanest technologies around, uh, can be exported, and why not export that west? Yeah. Um, so an energy pipeline is what we're looking at. And, and Quebecers as a whole are not a, a opposed to um, a, a pipeline that would transfer energies of different kinds. There's a, a sensitivity towards the tar sands, and that needs to be also discussed. Um, so, but but I, I believe that that we ha- we would have a very strong relationship with all provinces, and, and um, certainly being a Quebecer, I, I would want to 
you know, cultivate those stronger relationships. Let's talk about the platform. Obviously, I mean, we're almost like, maybe halfway into the election. Uh, not everything has been uh, presented yet. Um, it seems as though, uh, and this is all, all parties combined, right? I mean, there was a poll conducted a couple of days ago. Uh, it was a Leger poll. Mm-hmm. And it took the the platforms, whatever the parties have already presented, and they, especially in Quebec, they want to see what was the most popular one, what drew the most support. Mm. And nothing really scored high. Right. Uh, like the top ones, I think, was uh, the conservative proposition to re- to remove the, the federal tax on the hydro bill, um, which got like around 75 or 76 percent, something like that. Um, the NDP's proposition to create a... Um, uh, a charter of consumers' rights f- with respect to the telecommunications, right. and the Liberals' proposition to um, to legislate stricter me- stricter measures on gun control and and gun violence, which I think he announced today. Mm-hmm. Uh, and those are the three top. You know, right. uh, I mean, it it it's not really inspiring, right? And uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm just wondering if there's anything more that's going to come out or. Uh, are we, are, you know, are the electors going to be continuously drawn to these personal attacks that keep coming back and forth? Yeah, uh, you know, not, a couple think, days ago, there was right. the whole brown face uh, issue. Uh, it seems as though everyone's attention is drawn more to the, you know, uh, to the scandal than to the content right. of what and, the parties and, are proposing. And you're absolutely, we need to stick more to the content and what, what you know, what the conservatives are going to do for, for the population. I want to circle back to the, the, the issue of, of the brown face and then his, um, maybe not denial, but soft apology for using quote-unquote makeup. Um, you know, skin color is not a makeup. Um, it's, it, there's an important element there. Um, you know, he was 29 years old. He was, he was a teacher. Um, he, he, sh- he should have known better. We'll say that. But putting that aside, what became, what's, what's important to realize and what, what Canadians are starting to uh, realize at a much higher level is, is he's not who he says he is. And I think, I think that's an important element. And I think when you're choosing a leader, you need a leader that you can believe in and that, say, that is who he says yeah. he is. Look, there's, defi- there's definitely a so, lack of judgment. I mean, I, and honestly, I mean, we brought up, we're going to discuss it, but I, I feel almost bad talking about Brett because I, I don't think that we should be talking about these issues during a campaign. I, I know, I mean, so, I, I, no, so I agree with you, and, and, and so I, I just wanted to say... I mean, I, th- I think everyone understands that he's not racist. It was a complete lack of judgment. Correct. He did something that Correct. he should have normally not done. He Absolutely. apologized. Right. Just move on. You know I, I mean? So, so I, we can agree that we should move on on, on, on the subject, and, and, you know, it's offended a lot of people. It has, yes. Um, but fine, let's say, let's say we move on. The issue is that he's not forthcoming. He's not honest. He knew about this. He didn't disclose it. Um, he uh, he doesn't know how many times. And this is being reported internationally now. We, we're we're on every newspaper and every uh, it was the largest trending. Well, story. look from a strategy perspective, uh, I would try to avoid the topic too. Why engage him? Just change the topic. Let's move on. I I, I understand what he's so, doing. So, but see, that's the ultimate ultimate uh, liberal strategy: is deflect and 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 distract. And and you know. Stop doing that all the time, right? Why are we deflecting and distracting from every issue? Every issue that we bring up, it's a deflect and distract. When they talk about abortion, and it's only the liberals that are talking about abortion, it's a deflect and distract from his lack of ethics and lack of of, of being the ethical uh, stalwart that he said he is. 
right? And it's going to be sunny ways, but he hasn't delivered anything. And so I think that's that's the issue that we're ultimately talking about is is he's not who he says he is. The party is not who it pretends to be. Um, and ultimately, people have to vote for a party that they believe in, that's going to do what they say and, and, and say what they're going to do and really have um, net effects at the end of the day. So to go back to the point of... Um, have you mentioned you know what's important to the people? Um, so people are talking about taxes and and uh, what's what's left in their pocket. And and you said the the top issue was um, remind me. There you know I mean I don't even know how these are top issues, but uh, uh, your proposition, the one that scored the highest, was removing the the federal right. tax on the hydro so, bill. Okay, so the federal tax on the, on on home heating, um, the position of the of the conservative party, and I'm. It makes complete sense, and I'm very much in line with it. Is home heating is a necessity. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't tax necessities, and this is one thing uh, where we should remove the the federal tax from it. it it'll save people between six hundred and a thousand dollars potentially on on the, the type of heating and uh, of their home. So that's you know that's a, a, an important element for families that are having a hard time getting ahead and having a hard time to making ends meet. Um, if you can remove that additional burden, if we can bring back things that the liberals cut, like the, the tax credit for, um, for public transit, we bring back the tax credits for students uh, for their books uh, and studies. Those are tax credits that helped families at the end of the day. Um, I love, you know, you're driving around, but you yeah. know, well, there's no this is Montreal. Yeah. So. <laughs> Just orange signs everywhere. Um, uh, so... You know, Look, we, let, let, let's yeah. talk pragmatically here. Yes. Okay. Let's say the conservatives win. You're in inher- when when we win. Yeah. Okay. When we win. Yeah. Let's be positive. So when the conservatives <laughs> win, you're inheriting uh, a budget mm-hmm. that, admittedly, has been completely ignored. I mean, uh, and this is not even you yeah. know being objective. I think no. it's being factual. It's, it's factual. Uh, and it's, we it's, went it's, from balancing the books to 2019 with to having surpluses. To yeah, to having minus 70 billion in deficit. So the new government comes in. You have to assume that difference now, right? Absolutely. So how do you take on that big challenge to deliver the promises that, you, that you're making, but at the same time, uh, you know, scale back the deficit so that you can bring things back in order and balance right. the books? So it, it's critical for our country to have balanced books go back to being especially starting here mind you that you know all the analysts are predicting in the next year uh, a recession in the u.s and obviously that's going to have an impact you know the the it's a a global economy we can't uh, think we stand we stand alone we're in a good economy right now um there's no question we're going to have challenges when we're in government um to to balance the books without cutting services so that that's going to be a huge challenge and 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 she has said it and he's been very clear um, you know, initially he said it's going to take less time, but he's looked at it and he's being realistic. He says it's going to take four to five years to balance these books. And, and why four to five years? Because it takes time to make changes without cutting the important social services. So we've guaranteed our transfers, our provincial transfers, uh, to, for education and for healthcare, and at an increased rate of, of 3%. So he's guaranteeing it to the provinces. Um, but, but, but we need to be more effective in how we uh, how the government works a smaller more effective government not sending 200 million dollars to the Asian Development Bank for China to build infrastructure um, you know China doesn't need our 200 million dollars um, he the Trudeau throw threw out uh, almost 13 billion dollars in promises um, using Canadian dollars uh, in August alone 
$13 billion, no plan of repayment. So these are things that we have to be smart about. We can't be giving corporations massive handouts so they can buy fridges. You know, I'm, I'm meeting with small business owners in the area. They can use a tax break. They can use a, an incentive to help them improve their, the, buy more effect, uh, efficient um, fridges and, and stoves. That's going to help the, the small businesses. A corporation, a, a public corporation, does not need Canadian handouts. So these are things that are important. And, and in our infrastructure development with the, the communities um, and, and, and large projects like the REM, these are things that we've promised to, to continue investing in. And that's great because it, 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 it drives the economy. Um, but we have to be more effective in, in the way we transfer those funds. And, and there's, there's huge losses of money by layers of administration that the Liberal government has instituted. So they like big government, we like small government, we want more effective government, and we want to leave more money in the pockets. So a family that's heating, that saves $600, and they have a student that, that they, they can get a tax credit for, another two $300, and they have uh, uh, you know three bus passes in the home, and they get tax credits for that, another you know uh, $500, you add every single element up, and we and we've promised to reduce tax the tax rates. That's actually going to help the uh, the, the middle middle class families. You put all that together, a family can save two three thousand dollars a year, just like that, and and that has a real effect. Is they're going to take that money and they're going to spend it. They're they're going to save it. They're going to spend it, and 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 that's how we drive our own economy. We weathered the, the, the bank meltdown, the global banking meltdown, because of solid policies. Yeah. And we had a solid government. This is what, this is what we need to come back to. Um, I don't want to take up too much every time. I know that you're, you're, you have a busy day. Um, we're going to close it up. Tell me a little bit about the riding that you're running into. I mean, it's no surprise uh, to anyone. I mean, it's... I don't want to, there's no such thing as a safe riding. I mean, nobody ever takes anything, <clears throat> sorry, and no, nobody ever, ever takes anything for granted, but it's been considered kind of a safe riding for the liberals for years. Um, how do you make sure that your message goes out? Um, what do you tell the people? Why uh, are you the person that they should trust, that they should, that they should elect, uh, and that you, you should be the person taking over the riding? Listen, who I am says a lot about... Um, how I deal with things um, and, and how I've dealt with things publicly through, through being on council uh, also speaks volumes. Um, you know, I've always been involved in my community. I've always helped out. I've, I've, I, I went to work internationally. I worked in, in Haiti for three years uh, for the UN. I've worked in Africa, um, always in, in, in capacity development. And that's what I'm doing with the First Nations. I'm working on capacity development. Um, I had a, 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 my own project to help communities get, uh, in, uh, First Nation communities get access to clean water. So, you know, I, I don't just say, and I'm not just a talker, I, I actually execute and I actually get things done. Um, so people see that. Um, what am I doing? I'm going door to door, I'm meeting residents, I'm going to the malls, I'm meeting the people, uh, meeting them where they are, where they shop, uh, where they live. Um, and that's what I that's what I need to do and I need to connect with these people it, it's it's the, the writing I'm telling you um, is, is going blue uh, I am going to be hopefully one of a few writings in Montreal to go conservative um, 
and 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 this will be a wake up call for for all parties. Every party needs to work all year, every year, not just election time, working for the residents and being and connecting with the residents. And that's something that I, I do as a councilor. It's something that I'm going to do as 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 the MP for this for the Mount Royal riding. Awesome. Uh, we're not going to take any more t- of your time. Thanks for doing this, man. I Thank appreciate it. Good much. luck. A pleasure. <laughs> I had fun. And I got to see a lot of the construction. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <That's it. laughs>